Welcome back to another episode of You're Not Wrong, but yeah, today we're giving our pick for week three and looking at the games coming up. And you know, week three is going to be interesting. Um, only two undefeated teams in the AFC. We got the Dolphins and the Ravens, and in the NFC, we have a bunch of teams. We have the Falcons, we have the Commanders, we have the Saints. We have the Cowboys and Eagles and Bucks, just like we predicted, right? Um, and the Niners, too. Um, and, yeah, let's just jump into it. First game of the week, we have the Giants going to San Francisco. And this has the makings of being a very explosive game on both ends. Now, granted, the Giants have been sleepwalking through their first two games. Until the last, like, couple, last two quarters of the last game, maybe. um, Where they finally came back from being down 21 against the Arizona Cardinals. And, you know, they got beat down by the Cowboys. They almost got beat down by the Cardinals. The San Francisco 49ers beat down the Steelers. And they gave up 20 points to the Rams. This Again, could be an explosive game. We could see both offenses just explode. Although the Giants are now missing Saquon Barkley. He had an ankle ankle sprain, I believe. Um, And so he will be out a few weeks. The Niners seem to be relatively healthy. And it's going to be a tough task. I mean, Daniel Jones is going to have to play perfect. Actually, the Giants are pretty beat up. Andrew Thomas looks like he's out too. Guard Ben... Bredesen and Aziz Ojulari linebacker are out, so that's that's something. And Brendan Ayuk is questionable, so we we will see how this game turns out. I do believe the Niners will end up relying on their defense and pass rush to really silence the Giants. If the Giants can get Danny Dimes running. And maybe some Jalen Hyatt action. With Darren Waller exposing those linebackers too, you know. Although the the Niners still have one of the best linebacking cores in the NFL. If they can get those three things going, the I give the Giants a fair shot. Um, and I say move Daniel Jones because his O-line seems to be pretty beat up. And since they have no Saquon Barkley, who's going to be the leading rusher? And I, 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 in a strange way, I believe Daniel Jones is a better quarterback when he's running. It's like it clears it it clears the field for him. I see. I, I feel like not clears, but like it lets him see the field a lot better, as opposed to when he's just standing in the pocket trying to dissect it. Um, and I said if they can get Jalen Hyatt going, he can be their big play weapon. He can be that deep threat to have all these other guys underneath, and along with Darren Waller, Brock Purdy, Debo Samuel's Ayuk, and Christian McCaffrey will still be the machine that won't stop. Um, especially Christian, if they can keep, if they can get Christian to keep uh, playing those big games over 100 yards, you know, throw it may sprinkle sprinkle in some Debo runs in there, and then some Ayuk catching the ball fairly well, and then they can protect Brock Purdy. Niners should have no no issue with this, but you know it could be a trap game for them. They are two and zero, 
And, you know, the Giants are... They're probably feeling themselves if they're coming back. I mean, a 21-point comeback is anything to scoff at. But it was the Cardinals. So, it is what it is. And, let's see, next up we have the Colts at the Ravens. And this one is tricky. Because I feel like Anthony Richardson could have given him more of an explosive running threat since they have their running backs. But Garner Minshew might give them the best option at winning just in general right now if they want to be competitive. Um, he, he's, he's a better passer. It's clearly he's not more talented, but he's a better passer. And, but I don't know, man. The Ravens, Defense has been fantastic the last two games. Just, you know, playing pretty well. They held the Texans to nine points, which is the same much as CJ Stroud. And they held the Bengals to 24 points. Um, and Burrow didn't play particularly well. So, we... I, I think the Ravens take this one, maybe not in a blowout, but a pretty well-rounded game. Zay Flowers is stepping up big time. I know they lost their running back. And, you know, the, well, I guess Anthony Richardson's questionable, so he, he might play. Um, but we'll see. I mean, it'll be a fun game to watch to see how Lamar Jackson and Anthony Richardson, you know, we've seen a lot of passing from Lamar lately. He's 41 of 55 so far in the season. And Zay Flowers is proving his worth as a first-round pick. And I think OBJ went down, and he's questionable as well. So we'll see who picks up the slack. I think the Ravens win it pretty handedly, though. Not a total blowout, but in with a comfortable lead. Titans at the Browns. This one's a game of two very good defenses with stagnant offenses. We saw the Titans really slow down the rushing game of the Chargers. Granted, Eckler didn't play, but, I mean, they ran all over Miami. That's either a testament to the Chargers or a testament to how bad the defense of Miami was that day. But, they stopped the Chargers. Um, Tannehill, I mean, Herbert still lit them up. Um, Tannehill wasn't particularly great uh, last week. I believe he was, let's see here, he was 20, well he was pretty good actually, 20-24, 246, touchdown, 10 average, I'd say it was pretty, pretty average, Derrick Henry was 25 for 80, so we'll see if they can get Derrick Henry going, it'll be, it'll be a which defense will bend and break. Because so far, they've been very stout. They've been very good. I mean, the Browns just played a, a, an offense that couldn't get water to run down a wall. And so, and the Titans just stopped a high. I mean, they gave up a ton of yards, but they managed to, to stop Herbert when it mattered. Um, with Nick Chubb being out, we'll see if Kareem Hunt or if the other kid, Ford, takes a big step forward but it's going to be it's going to be a tough one 
We'll see if the if the Sean can get things going. I get a little bit of that magic going. I think the Browns probably win this one, but it's one of those tough games to predict. But I think Deshaun has his bounce back game, and the Browns win in the slugfest. Next up, Patriots and Jets. Another tough one to predict because the Pats are 0-2 and the Jets are 1-1. But I think this is a must-win for the Patriots to not fall behind in this division. The Jets, I believe, also should see this as a, as a must-win. They have been just so bad. Their defense has been fantastic, but they've been so bad. And the Patriots, they start off real slow and end up trying to make a comeback towards the end, but they just don't have enough firepower to make it happen. Look for Bill Belichick to really pressure Zach Wilson and look for the Jets front four to really make life hell for um, Mac Jones. It'll be kind of like the Miami game where I believe they'll try to take, they will take Garrett Wilson away and Zach Wilson will have to rely on everyone else or his legs. He's a very efficient runner. Um, but I do think the Patriots end up winning this one in a very low-scoring, ugly game. Bills at the Commanders. This could be the game of the week. Very good, very, very similar, very similar defenses. The Commanders have a very good pass rush, and their secondary is coming along. Sam Howell is playing clean football. If they can run the ball and stay consistent with it, I believe they have a shot. Meanwhile, on the other side, Josh Allen is coming coming back from one of his best games of the season so far after having such a terrible first game outing. And look for pass rush to be the story of this game. Um, Sam Howell has played pretty well. And Brian Robinson Jr. has been running the ball pretty well as well. If James Cook can continue running the ball as he was last week, I look for the Bills to possibly win this one. I think this will also be a slugfest, but I'm taking the Bills in a close one. Falcons and the Lions. This could be the most explosive game of the week. Um, along the lines of Seattle, Seattle, Detroit. We finally saw B. John Robinson unleash last week, and boy, did he make an impression breaking ankles left and right. He looks like a video game character, like like on Madden when they have like Mike Vick and he's just breaking ankles left and right. That's what he looks like. It's insane. They finally got Drake London going, and if they can get Kyle Pitts involved more, they'll be all right. For the... For the Lions, they, they need to get Jameer Gibbs going. David Montgomery is running the ball well, but Gibbs is too fast and too special to just be held back. I mean, if they want to start seeing some more progress, they have to start using him as a weird receiver. Um, if they're down back, scat back, something. they got to start using his talents because that offense could be on another level. I mean, it's Amon Ra and pretty much bust um, when it comes to their receiving core. Granted, Amon Ra is fantastic. But, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. I know the the Lions are a little banged up, but they should be all right. I'm taking the Lions in this one. I think the, the Falcons' win streak ends. Saints at the Packers. Another tough one because Jordan Love has been very good. 
but we saw some. We finally saw some cracks last week. I mean, he hasn't thrown any interceptions. He's 29 of 52 for 396 and six touchdowns so far. Um, they're running the ball fairly well, but their leading receiver is Aaron Jones. So that's not not great. We haven't seen Christian Watson yet, um, but Bakhtiari, Bakhtiari is on the on the injury report is questionable and you know we're we're in for this is gonna be a good game i think i guess a a game of whether the packers can really do some damage on this tough saints defense and i think it comes down to where they can keep running the ball and if christian watson is healthy then i expect christian watson to make some big plays i mean he's their deep threat he's their best receiver so far and for saints Derek Carr has been decent. They need to figure out how to run the ball. If that means starting to feed Tyson Hill for some reason as their running back, then so be it. But they need to get a running game going if they want to get get uh, the most out of this offense. I think the Packers upset the Saints in a, in, in, a, in, a, in a pretty good game. Texans at the Jaguars. Last week we saw Jacksonville play the Chiefs and, you know, they left a lot of points on the field. Their red zone offense was not very good. They couldn't run the ball fairly well. And it was, it was honestly, it should have been a Jaguars blowout. The Chiefs were not good. Their defense was pretty good, but their offense was trash. Um, yeah, they only got 18 for 74 yards rushing. ETN wasn't, wasn't fantastic. We we need to see we need to see more consistency. I mean, Ridley has been pretty good. I think the Texans though take this one in an upset as well. I think C.J. Stroud finally gets that that victory. He's been playing pretty well, and you know I like C.J. Stroud so far. He's been he's been pretty pretty accurate. He's been pretty he's been throwing yards. He's been I think they unless he's running a little more in this game. I I do I do think so. Um, Nico Collins has been his main weapon, and Maybe Damian Pierce finally gets some running if this if this O line stays as beat up as it is, I expect him to run some more. But I do think the Texans upset the Jaguars in a close one. Chargers, Vikings. This could be one hell of a game if both offenses are playing the way they were playing last week. Justin Herbert has been on a tear on his offense, but they can't finish the game. They can't seal the deal. And it's 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 beyond me as to why they can't win a game. The Vikings as well. I think that Herbert will tear up the zero blitz defense. And because I mean they're just too damn talented on offense to really lose to to this, to this Vikings defense. It's honestly not very good. They were good against the pass against the Eagles, but I mean, the Eagles struggled against the Patriots. So, was it really the Patriots, or was it the Eagles struggling? Now, if they can't stop the run they, the way they did last week, then they're in trouble. But the Chargers couldn't run the ball last week at all either. Eckler is still out. So, it will be a game of quarterbacks. We're going to see Justin Jefferson probably go off again, and we're going to see either Mike Williams or Keenan Allen just maybe this will finally be the game Quentin Johnson finally has his his, his 
like I'm here game. He's been so quiet. And if you want to beat the Zero Blitz, I think this is the best time to use him. I mean, they're going to try to take away Keenan or Mike. And, I mean, you got to do something. I mean, the kid hasn't done anything so far. I know it's been three weeks, but he's too talented to not do anything. Give me the Chargers finally winning one. Panthers and Seahawks. I think Seattle will steamroll the Panthers unless they just have an epic meltdown. But I just don't see the Panthers really doing much so far, I think. Bryce Young will continue to struggle unless they can get this run game going or they can trade for a receiver. Cowboys at the Cardinals. The Cowboys should absolutely drop a, drop a 40 or 50 burger on the Cardinals. But the Cardinals have been competitive. And for some reason, they give the Cowboys struggles. Now, granted, that has been with Kyler Murray. But I think this will be a closer game than we all think. I think the, card, the Cowboys end up winning by 10. But the Cowboys end up winning. Bears the Chiefs. I think the coaches will hear what there's what Justin Fields is saying with his criticism of them. Essentially saying he hasn't been good because of the coaching. And I think the Bears upset the Chiefs in a wild Justin Fields game where he runs all over them and he and DJ Moore connect for a few touchdowns. And that might be what the Chiefs need. They might just need a sh- uh, shootout to see if they can put up points. Um, the weapons started stepping up a little bit. Kadarius Tony was starting to show up. Sky Moore too. But, I mean, they, they, it's still not good. Not good at all. But give me the Bears and the shocking upset. Steelers at the Raiders. Ugh, I don't want to see this game. This is too bad offense. Offense is going against each other. Um... Steelers defense should dominate this game. Um, but with the Raiders, you never know what you're going to get. I mean, maybe maybe for some reason this is the game that Josh Jacobs fixes his running game. And he gets more than negative yardage. But we'll see. If they can get Josh Jacobs going, then I think the Raiders have agreed a good shot at winning this game. The Steelers could also use this game to finally find their identity. I think that either it's a scheme fit that that Najee Harris is not running well or maybe we just misevaluated him but Najee has not been good and I think it's time for Jalen Warren to see some touches he's been explosive he brings some life to the offense I'm a big Najee guy but it's 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 time to see a little little something else and Broncos at the Dolphins I think the Dolphins make a complete statement of the Broncos. I think they have their best game so far in all three phases of the game. Last week, defense played well. Offense was very okay, but they ran the ball. Passing game was essentially shut down by Bill Belichick, and special teams was horrendous. I think this is a big a big game in all three phases of the game. I don't think it's a complete blowout, but I do think the Dolphins win handily against the Broncos. And then the Eagles at the Bucks. This is a tough one because Baker Mayfield will either rise up to the occasion and really, really play ball against the Eagles or the Eagles defense takes over and that D-line just terrorizes him nonstop. I think a big key in this game is for them to run the ball to keep the defense honest and 
and to see if they can run the ball first off. I mean, if they go pass heavy, I don't think they have a shot. Um, Rashad White, Rash, uh, Rashad White, I think is his name. Running back for the Buccaneers has been pretty good. Yeah, Rashad White has been pretty good. Um, 34 carries for 112. Not bad in a touchdown. And we'll see if they stick with DeAndre Swift as their main runner. And Devontae Smith, you know, he had a big game. He's a he's he's a leading receiver so far with 11 receptions, 178 yards, and two touchdowns. We saw some AJ Brown madness coming on the sidelines where he wasn't happy, he wasn't getting the ball. We'll see if that continues. Something to keep an eye on. But give me the Buccaneers in an ups. Well, I guess it's not really an upset, but give me the Buccaneers and Baker Mayfield taking down the reigning NFC champs. So let's recap. So for week three, I have the Niners, Dolphins, Ravens, Browns, Patriots, Bills, Lions, Packers, Texans, Chargers, Seattle, Seahawks, Cowboys, Bears, Steelers, and the Buccaneers. Oh, I forgot again. Rams and the Bengals. I think the Rams could take this game, especially if that rookie keeps playing as well as he does. And if the running back runs now more comfortably now that he knows he's the lead back. Kyron Williams, but the Bengals could be desperate here at 0-2. I mean, they claim they're not starting off with them starting off, so they, it doesn't matter. It matters later on in the week season, but, you know, they already have a division loss. They have two division losses, so I think they need to start getting some wins going, but I think the Rams end up, it's a Super Bowl rematch from a few years ago. I think the Rams end up winning it on defense and like for uh Nakua or Nakua whatever his name is to have another monster game although if they shut him down I can't really see them winning this game but give me the Rams so those are my predictions for week three and so far I'm doing pretty good so just remember you're not wrong Thank <laughs> you.